Hey guys. So a couple weeks ago, I introduced something new, free public coaching. It's basically where you can book an hour with me and get coached on any topic that's on your mind. It's completely free with no strings attached. It's not a sales call. It's just plain old coaching on whatever problem you're currently working through. And in exchange for being free, I record the call and I reserve the right to share the audio and or the video here online so the call can be a teaching tool for my broader audience. And today, I'm excited to share one of those free public coaching calls with you. So the problem this client wanted to work through was they wanted to figure out why they weren't doing the important but not urgent stuff in their life. They wanted to get this stuff done. They had blocked off time in their calendar to do it. And then it just wasn't happening. We've all been there. So here's some of the concepts we discussed as we tackled this problem. First, we talked about the importance of getting specific. Before you can solve a problem, you first have to get a very solid grasp on what the problem is. Defining the problem as, I'm a procrastinator, or I'm just not disciplined enough, is way too broad. This problem definition isn't precise enough to help you understand what's really going on. And it's very hard to tackle something that's so general. What's really going on is this. At a specific moment in time, an automatic thought popped into your brain. That automatic thought created a feeling. And the combination of that thought and that feeling blocked you from taking action. So we can't solve the problem on the I'm a procrastinator level. We have to go down into the specific moments and identify the specific thoughts and feelings that are blocking you from taking action. And then we have to talk back to your brain. We have to address its concerns and find a different way of thinking that leads you to taking action instead of avoiding action. Think of it like a conversation, because it literally is. If you were trying to persuade someone else to change their mind about something, the first thing you would have to do is listen to their current thinking. If you skip that step, you're likely to just bombard them with a bunch of irrelevant arguments, totally fail to address their concerns, and end up not changing their mind at all. So just like with another person, you have to listen carefully and well to your own brain before you can craft a counter-argument that resonates with it and gets you moving in a different direction. The other concept we talked about on this call was that you have two levers you can use in solving this problem. Lever number one, you can change your thinking and change your emotions so you can start doing what you'd plan to do. Or lever number two, you can let your thoughts and emotions be exactly what they are and not try to change them at all. And instead, adjust your plan. Make it smaller and simpler so that it's actually doable given your emotional state in that moment. And both of these levers are 100% valid. They're just two different things you can experiment and play around with. That's not all we talked about. We also talked about thought suggestions as well as tactical suggestions to get unstuck in the moment. We talked about how to decide whether something is really a problem that needs to be solved or whether it's just okay as it is. And we talked about what they can do to keep making progress. If you listen to this call, this is pretty much what coaching with me is like. I run these free public coaching calls the exact same way that I run, that I run private client calls. So if you want to get a peek into what it's like to be my client, listening to this call is a perfect opportunity. So listen in, the call is about to start. It's just the audio, there's no video. So if you're listening to the podcast, just keep listening along. And if you're seeing this on YouTube, on Instagram, or on Facebook, 
and you want to multitask while you listen, go ahead and listen to this call on my podcast. My podcast is linked in the description of this video, or it's also in my Instagram bio, and it's episode 224. Hope you enjoy. All right. So in general, um, I think, so I made a transition over, uh, like, you know, so this is a new role and I was trying to, I've been trying to chase this kind of a perfect day where I'm at my peak performance. Mm. Um, but I'm it's and it's not like a peak performance is not really like a extreme term. Like I'm not trying to do anything crazy, just mm. basic, like you know, five hours of creative work and yeah. four hours of meetings and other stuff. Yeah. Um so in general, that's the target and that's been a struggle, right? Like obviously I have long days and I'm doing stuff but a lot of that is just busy stuff right like so I'm not doing that like you know creative let leveraged work yeah so and some days like my energies would dip right like you know it's mm -hmm. kind of I look at look back at my week it's like okay two three days are where I thought I did a good job yeah but those other two three days is where I'm like okay I've wasted a lot of time um mm -hmm. So wasting of time is typically like, okay, there is a meeting and okay, I did some preparation, but there's maybe back to back. But after that, I take a while to actually get back in my creative zone. Like, so I've tried those things around, okay, like let's block something out and this is the block for it. And that tends to help, but sometimes things run over and then it's a mess. And like, you know, it, those things have not been working out, but yeah, so if I'm chasing like deep work and I can't like honestly say I did deep work, yeah, uh, most days. So that that's typically a thing. So earlier it was a question of okay, maybe it's just the work I'm doing is not super interesting, mm -hmm. but right now I'm just doing the most interesting work. I love it, and all of those things align. So now it's really about okay, I have a discipline problem maybe. Yeah. Or maybe I'm just being hard on myself and what I'm doing is actually okay. So that's that's the context uh, that I have in mind. Yeah. So let's maybe dive into an example of like a particular day where you feel like you didn't do the amount of deep work that you wanted to do. And let's just kind of analyze, because you're right, we don't know, like maybe maybe this is like you're being, you're being hard on yourself, this is actually fine and maybe you want to adjust things. So what's something, what actually happened on a particular day when you were having trouble like getting back into the creative zone? Yeah. Um, so. Things like I was, okay, so if I pick a particular example, uh, let's say, let me actually pull up my calendar on the last week. Uh, so, yeah, like, so this was like one day, like I have this eight to 10, which is free. I had a call at 7.30. So, Eight to ten is something I had in mind. Like you know, there was particular thing I wanted to do, but I didn't do it. I didn't get started because there was that friction, and I was resisting it. I had to write something out. So I just picked up some other stuff. Okay, let me reply to Slack. Let me reply to emails. Yeah, that kind of a thing. Um. So then there were a couple of these meetings, and had a block from one twelve to one thirty. So like, you know, that completely got washed out because I was like, okay, let me take a break. Yeah. Uh, but, 
uh i mean yeah sure maybe that was the right thing to do but like you know sure just take a half an hour break and get back to doing the thing that was need to be done yeah um another meeting uh then some follow-up work some slacking like slacking as in like replying to slack messages and doing that stuff and emails and that was kind of the end of the day so i did a lot of meetings added some values but like that work that major task where i was I had to spend like five hours and it wasn't urgent, right? If it was urgent, I would have done it, but it was super strategic. That got pushed out. That didn't happen. Um, so something similar story for Thursday and Friday. Thursday was more meetings. And so like that typically is like how that got pushed out. So it's a combination of, okay, like I was a little, hmm. uh, I had a resistance to it because, you know, that hmm. was something difficult and not, urgent but I understood the importance and I was very fascinated by the thing yeah so I was interested in it so I think that kind of encapsulate most of these issues that I want to fix and so when it's like 8 a.m you finish your meeting and you like wanted to work on this like the bigger more strategic topic what specific like what are the specific if you can remember the specific thoughts that your brain gives you is it like oh but like I see the slack badge I just want to quickly reply or is it like oh this thing seems so big like I don't know how to get started what's the specific kind of resistance your brain gives you that you kind of listen to in the moment yeah uh, so in general, it feels like a procrastination kind of a thing where I would pull up like maybe like, okay, I'm tired from the meeting. Let me yeah. maybe check my email, like my personal email, not the work email, which yeah. is mostly full of trash. Or let me quickly hover over to YouTube and see what how things are. Yeah. Maybe let me quickly open an Instagram kind mm-hmm. of a thing. So it's sometimes it's just that so you know yeah. there isn't really a meaningful urgent other important topics that I would go to but that will happen then maybe like I'll go into some other let me actually read this thing up this mm-hmm. is relevant to the piece I need to do yeah so it just like mostly I would say I haven't delved into what emotions and thoughts are coming up but it's like this would be the pattern that I would exhibit yeah. like, let me do some other shit and feel like okay I'm actually using my time which would help me in doing that task yeah 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 and if you were to like I'm just curious to see if that's the exact thought that's that's blocking you or for something else if you were to like pull up the document or exactly what it is you're working on like right now what would be the reason your brain would give you to be like ah it's I don't want to do this now like yeah it's like it's kind of uh scary in some sense uh that what I would do, will it be good enough? Mm-hmm. Uh, there is a bunch of unknowns which I need to figure out and kind of is like, okay, am I good enough? Like you know, it kind of gets in those questions. Yeah. Like anytime you're being challenged. Yeah. So I think in some sense, I tend to resist that. Mm. Um, uh, that feeling of discomfort. Totally. And why yeah. would you not be good enough to do this? Like, is it like, oh, I'm not qualified. I don't like, I haven't done it before. Just throwing out examples. Like what's the reasoning? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I have done it and definitely qualified. I have the skill sets. But I think there is some of that 
apart from that, like, you know, it's not going to be good enough. I think there is some resistance to holding that focus. So mm, yeah, I have had issues with being able to hold my focus. Um, so that's one thing, right? Like, it's just like, it'll use up my mental stamina. Yeah, and, yeah. But delving into like why I feel like it, I wasn't like, it would not come out as a good talk. I think, um, probably there is some of that comparison like yeah. I've seen others do a better job at it mm. so mine is still good but I don't think it's like the best um, so I think that's where it's like okay, it's not like you know I'm not able to get it to that level yeah totally and I think I can totally understand where if your energy is already already being drained by meetings, like a little bit, right? It's uh, it's not like it's the first thing you're coming and doing in the morning, like tank is totally full. So some of it is, I may also be about like making a realistic plan or a realistic entry point, like into the work that accounts for like, yeah, I'm going to be kind of distracted from the meeting. I'm going to want like a quick energy boost in the sense of like, let me quickly respond to some emails or quickly like, watch some YouTube. Like my brain is going to be craving like some like quick dopamine. And so like, given that that's the state of mind I'm going to be in, right. Where it's like, I'm not in the, oh, it's like fresh in the morning, perfect deep work entry, but it's like, ah, like I'm kind of between things, like some other random stuff's going on. What's the way that I can still like get into the work. I have I have some ideas, but what do you think is are more like realistic entry points? Yeah. Uh, so, like typically, like when I'm in this kind of a thing where uh, I'm unable to delve into a strategy thing, what has helped me, like when things go really bad, uh, what has what has helped me in the past is I would start doing a lot of these uh, meditations. Hmm. Um, so it's like okay, I'm just gonna do. Two hours of meditation today i lose yeah. some journaling i do it for next two days yeah. and that kind of a reset typically like helps me get back into things and so and if i'm like so it's like if i'm actually doing that continuously like if i actually squeeze in that 10 minutes of meditation like and it helps me reset i think there is some where like you know just quench that anxiety if that's what is causing me to like you know jump in around okay like it won't be good enough i will have to exert too much effort into doing this into focusing yeah. usually like you know that kind of a thing helps uh, rationally but that's been a very elaborate process right yeah i need to do like two hours of meditation today i need to do it for two more days then like you know i'll feel reset and i'll have a great one week or two weeks yeah. before yeah. getting back into that state um but like a shorter dose is like typically like I've tried walking that's yeah. doesn't work for me um yeah obviously like 10 minutes of meditation sometimes work sometimes doesn't yeah sometimes just writing down my thoughts work like okay like these are things I want to do I have that kind of a to-do list yeah mixed results there so yeah um what what ideas do you have yeah I think, and I think experimenting overall, I think experimenting is the right answer, right? To try different things and see kind of what happens. One thing you could do, right? If you're good at doing stuff that's urgent, you can make this urgent by just being like, well, I'm just going to schedule some meetings about this, right? If there, if you have a structure to be able to do that, like, well, I'm going to share a first draft with somebody on Wednesday. And so then it stops being like, oh, here's this big project and like this giant thing I have to tackle. It's like, oh, I just need, I just need to like share something on Wednesday mm -hmm. to this person. And we're going to like move it forward. Like I'm going to talk to them. I'm going to get their feedback. And then I'm going to schedule another meeting the following Monday. And like, I'm going to move it forward that way. That can be a way of like, if your brain already operates well on deadline, 
to be like, great, like, let's like, let's just move it into the urgent and important category by like putting deadlines around it. And then you'll just go into the like, the mode that already works for you, which is like, just get it done, because I have to have a deadline. Is one yeah. way. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Having some deadlines definitely helps. Um, need to operationalize that. Um, that makes sense. Um, What's but, the task exactly? It might be helpful to know what, what it is. Uh, so this task is like uh, kind of like a strategy document, uh, marketing strategy kind of a thing for some new business area that you want to get into um that, that's the kind of task so but i think this is a kind of a pattern for everything so it's yeah. i don't think it's necessarily talk specific but does this spark something for you like uh if i have done the meditation and if i'm like actually lesser on my anxiety or like i don't know use anxiety because that's a strong word it's not exactly anxiety um but I have some of those days where I would actually delve in and yeah. like do it. And like, it's a great feeling just to be yeah. in that flow. But other days are just a struggle. Yeah. So okay. does it like strike, uh, does it like resonate for you? Or like, have you heard this from other people? Because like people, peers around me tend to be like much more structured. Like, you know, obviously you have lows where mm. okay, you have bad month or a bad week but for me it's become a habit at this point to have like a mixed week um so is that a normal pattern or like is that something that so is no I definitely think so I think like I think it's very normal especially with this type of task right where it's like big and there's not a clear deadline and it's important to you like you want to do a good job at it which means you're also afraid of like not doing a good job at it and there's a, th a thousand other things you can do where it's like, it feels reasonable to spend your time on those other things too, right? It's like, well, there is, like I do have some Slack messages to respond to and I do have some emails to respond to. So it's very easy for your brain to kind of find off ramps, like away from the like scarier and more undefined and like not time bound thing to be like, well, I can I can just go ahead and do that other thing. So I think that's I think that's really normal. And I think the meditation is, is absolutely one technique that you can use. I think overall, right? Like when you have something you wanna do, but you feel anxious about it, there's two ways you can handle it. One is to reduce, like keep the task the same and reduce the anxiety, right? Which you can do by meditation, like a quick meditation right then. If you had specific things that your brain was afraid about, right? If it was like, oh, I've never done this before or like, I'm really scared of my boss who I have to present this to, like you can address those like specific concerns that your brain has. Um, and that's like, keep the task the same, but reduce the anxiety. In this case, you didn't mention like any, and maybe maybe there are and you just didn't mention them, but your your first response was like, no, like I've done this before and I do feel qualified to do it. So it doesn't feel like the anxiety is like so big that it's preventing you from even, you know, getting started. And so then the other lever you can pull is like, okay, I'm going to assume my anxiety and resistance is going to be the same. I'm not even going to try to touch that. I'm just going to make the task smaller so that it's mm. still achievable within the like frame of mind that I'm going to currently be in. I'm not even going to try to change the frame of mind. And so different ways of doing that, right? One is to be like, well, I have a deadline. I have to present it to somebody in two days, in which case your brain tends to, people's brains tend to go to like, okay, well then I can't do the like great American novel, perfect version of this. I usually got to like present something like in two days from now. And it tends to kind of focus and be like, okay, what, what are we going to say tomorrow rather than what's the like ideal sort of platonic state of this of this document is one way to do it I think another way to do it is to again in the, in the same theme of like making things smaller rather than being like I'm going to work on the marketing strategy it might be like I'm going to read this one article 
or I'm going to read this one document, or I'm going to whatever, like come up, put down five bullet points, something that's like very concrete so that it gives your brain the satisfaction of like the same satisfaction you get when you quickly respond to three Slack messages. And you're like, okay, I did some stuff, you know, like you have that satisfaction of like, okay, I did a concrete thing. And it kind of just warms your brain up. Right. And like, by the time, usually once you finish reading the article, you're like, okay, okay, I have some ideas. My brain started kind of going in this direction. And so then it sort of is the, is the on-ramp to get, to get into that. But when you're standing at the, like, at the, at the like doorway to the on-ramp, it's not like, okay, now you have to climb this mountain. It's like, oh, I should have to read this one article. Read, I can read this article. Like, even if I'm a little tired from the meeting, like I can just read it. And then it kind of warms you up and gets you into it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's probably something I miss out on. Like just having some kind of more tangible, smaller chunk size stuff. Yeah. It still feel like progress. Um yeah um that makes sense so i think earlier like you know this kind of a thing will still exhibit and um i have tried out bunch of ways or like you know more of these kind of tactics um and also like you know jumped like kind of changed the nature of the work thinking okay like it's the task that's not interesting enough yeah um but this definitely has been that very long going kind of feeling that okay I'm not really doing as much as I could be or as I want to be yeah and that whole procrastination is bigger so yeah I'm just trying to think like so I definitely wanted like so one thing was I always have this feeling like I am getting through like I'm doing okay but how do I like you know fix it in like that holistic way or Fix yeah. might be wrong word, but like you get the idea. Um, is there like some kind of a, I don't know, like if is it like a discipline issue really? Like, am I just a lazy person, or uh, is it like a, is it just something that happens to people and you just get by with it? How do you know that you're just getting through and just doing okay? And then what would like not just getting through and doing okay, but sort of like doing really great? What would that look like? Yeah, I mean, at this point, I'm a, like, super ambitious person, so I have been, like, for instance, thinking of, okay, I have got things under control for my job, the stuff I need to do, but I would like to, like, you know, expand, like, you know, maybe add on a source of income, Mm -hmm. start some kind of a side business, start hustle, maybe start a blog, do stuff like that so generally I'm not able to get to those things because it's a struggle so it's evening and I haven't achieved my task and I'm like guilty now so I will spend the evenings and the nights to actually get through the stuff that I should have done so the great will really look like when I'm actually in control okay I have done my shit and I can actually go out and do those things, other things that are sitting on my list and not getting done. Yeah. Um. So that that that's what created. That's what I want to get to. Yeah. Um. So. Yeah. Um. So all of this like procrastination and like you know not being able to be in control is yeah. costing that basically. Yeah. And why is it important to you to add on a source of income and start like a side business or a side hustle? Yeah, I think more than the income, it's just about 
wanting to do something more um mm-hmm. just have more influence yeah influence or like you know just be doing more with the ideas and the things that i have yeah so yeah having some side income is good like you know but probably not the main motivator yeah and like when you think about it like who are you trying to be who's that future version of you that you're sort of aspiring to be who like has influence and like is sort of putting his ideas out there yeah um so i really admire few folks um in like product management industry for instance like you know crashed through their career became CPO all while putting out like great content for instance on Twitter and stuff um similarly for this like AI space there are people putting out great stuff and while crushing it in their career uh to having some kind of their other businesses uh there's could be coaching, could be consulting, whatever, right? It doesn't matter. Yeah. So there are a couple of those people who come to mind. Okay. Mm. And that's pretty cool. Like, you know, that's how I would want to do things. Yeah. Because um, I think one thing you can do, right, is to think about like the person that you want to be, which you can kind of call up by thinking about these specific people that you already admire, or even just by like imagining yourself, like when you have the sort of the prominence and the like the content, the body of content out there and the status that you that you want to have or the like place in the industry and then what like imagining that like that future person or that ideal person then bring them into the present moment and be like okay it's 6 p.m on a tuesday i'm fucking tired (laughs) i'm like annoyed and guilty that i didn't get my actual work tasks done i don't feel like writing a blog post i don't feel like having any thoughts about the industry how does that person handle like the present moment situation Mm -hmm. yeah so probably like have something like printed and it's right there or something right or Could just be... leave it in your mind right like even now if you try to like imagine if you're if you know it's like end of the day you don't feel like doing your writing then then like ask your brain that question like how does that person you admire or the future version of you that you want to be how do they handle that specific like i'm tired at the end of the day i didn't get enough done like i don't feel like doing any writing right now situation yeah i mean i imagine they probably are more disciplined and like you know they're actually are cruising through things like they have that sense of urgency deadline um and when it comes to yeah i mean i'm like they're probably just too brilliant and i'm not so <laughs> uh yeah probably it comes down to discipline some kind of uh mentality difference is one way to think about it mm, but yeah that's a good cue right like definitely Because I think like sometimes people fall into the trap of like, oh, that future version, that person I admire, they don't even face the situation. They don't like they would they would have already gotten everything done. And then they're like full of energy and they're ready to go and they're just disciplined and they just power through it. Right. Versus the reality is like everyone you admire, it's has faced this exact situation and probably continues to face it. Right. Where it's like they do have stuff they didn't get done. They are feeling kind of guilty and kind of tired at the end of the day. And they like don't want to. They don't feel like getting started writing. I don't feel like getting started writing like 99% of the time. I'm like, oh, what is this? I'm like uninspired by all my ideas and I just want to like watch something on Netflix, right? Like that's usually the state that I'm in. Um, And so 
it's not about like, oh, they, they would just be more brilliant. They would just be more disciplined and they would just get it done. But really being like, no, no, no. They face this exact situation, this exact headspace, this exact set of circumstances, this exact energy level. They face it too. They just handle it somewhat differently in a way that gets them to like, in the way that gets them to start writing. And I don't know exactly what the answer is, right? It's more about asking your brain that question of like, what do they do? And whatever answer your brain gives you to be like, okay, I'm going to go do that. Right. Mm. And make sure, making sure it's not something like if, if your brain is like, well, they're just more disciplined, right. That feels not as actionable. Maybe it is actionable to you. Right. But making sure the answer that comes back is like, oh, okay. They would write down one bullet point of something. Right. And they would, maybe they would just write one tweet today instead of a whole blog post, they would write like two sentences and like hit publish. And they'd be like, okay, that's like good enough for today. But like, at least I got something out and like two sentences is better than nothing. So again, just yeah. kind of asking your brain that question, like what, what does like that person you admire, how do they handle the situation you're facing? Yeah. 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 I also like to cue about like delving a little bit more into those emotions. Uh, yeah. Like, you know, how do I change that? So sometimes it's like probably those more fearful kind of emotions and yeah. more anxiety causing. Sometimes it is more of that indifference um, that, okay, I just don't want to think about it. I don't want to engage with it. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I'll try to be a little bit more cognizant of yeah. what's going on in that moment, like what's happening. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. This that's is... always step one, I would say, is like understanding what, like, what is your brain telling you in the moment that's blocking you? Because if you like, if your brain is telling you like, oh, I'm like, I am afraid and I, I think like, I'm not going to have something smart to say. And you have to respond in a way that actually resonates to whatever like fear your brain is giving you. And so I think step one is always kind of understanding like, what is the blocker? Is it just like, oh, I'm tired? Is it like, ooh, I don't want to like saying something publicly that feels kind of risky. Oh, it's all been said before. I don't have anything new to add. Like those are all three, those are three very different blockers, which you would want to respond to very differently based on like what the actual, um, like what the blocker is. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so just taking a minute to think about, okay, yeah. um, what are those things if I wanted to put down? So yesterday I came from some place and I had that block in my head okay, that this is the time I just wanted to spend those two hours to get something done. So I had the time, I came back and I'm like, I was a little disturbed not disturbed but I had some of that like a little bit of a social anxiety thing going and some of those kind of things judgments on okay this something I said that something that happened that kind of stuff but I kind of completely gave up on that idea somewhere mentally I flipped the yeah. switch I'm like that's not happening don't worry about it so I think that was the first step um, where I let myself off the hook to some extent um if i had just sat down if that was like a non-negotiable then it typically is a struggle right like once i've actually honored that thing that okay, i'm gonna do it again these are all like you know non-urgent stuff like urgent stuff always gets done yeah this is all the longer term strategic things which i think can give me leverage which yeah. i keep putting off so, okay, so that was the first thing that happened. And then it was like, if I had sat down, I was just not feeling comfortable. I would not have been able to get in my zone. Hmm. I was pretty sure of that. Um, yeah. And 
probably like I need to figure out a better way, like a formula or something, like just concentrated form, like you were saying, like, you know, break it down a task, do something small, get that dopamine kick. Um, yeah, but I'm not unable to pinpoint on what emotions are exactly going. Okay, but that's, I, I'll think about it later. Um, I, think what, I, I think what might be helpful, I think both with the like work tasks that are kind of strategic, but not urgent, like important, but not urgent. And with like, you know, publishing more online and like, and having your voice be heard. I think that one of the easiest ways to do it is to set set deadlines or set like um, thresholds, right? So for publishing, it might be like, I want to tweet something once a week right? Make it really easy, make it really doable and really realistic. Like if you're, if you're not doing anything at all now, you don't want to be like, I'm going to do a 500 word blog post every day, right? Like that's going to be too much, but make it like very doable feeling where you're like, oh yeah, I could tweet once a week, right? I could write two sentences on the topic once a week, like that feels doable or whatever feels, whatever feels doable for you. And also making with the public stuff, make the, if make it um, less scary for yourself, like if, if tweeting publicly feels scary or posting on LinkedIn publicly feels scary, right? You can also be like, I will, I have one of my clients who's doing this. She's like, she just posts on Instagram. She's like, my mm. Instagram group feels like very safe. Like none of, nobody professional knows me there. So she's like, she's warming up by posting a lot on Instagram, like the content that she wants to make. And she's like, once I feel more confident and I get enough reps there, then she's like, I'll put I'll like put it on LinkedIn. But Instagram is like a safe space for her. Or for me, when I started, I just put together like an e like a group of friends that I would like email my pieces to. And I didn't post anything publicly for like 10 months because I just was like building up the confidence of like, I it's okay to send my stuff to people. And I'm just like getting the discipline of like, I, I write something two times a week and I send it out. So I think scoping the task so that the publishing task so that it feels very, very doable, scoping the arena that you're in so that it feels safe. If like just like blast to the public doesn't feel safe, like scope the arena and make it feel more safe. Um, and then to say, once you've kind of set that, like, okay, this is the doable and safe thing that I'm going to go do, that is almost like your data gathering mechanism, right? To mm -hmm. be like, okay, now I know what I'm measuring against. And so when the, if, and when that doesn't happen to be like, okay, let me pinpoint what was I thinking and what was I feeling that blocked me? And those are the thoughts that I need to work on. And so you have a little bit more like structured way of gathering the data and tackling it. And I think same thing goes for the, like the work stuff, right? Whether it's like a series of meetings that you schedule or, you know, like one-on-one -on -one chats, whatever is a good way of doing it. But like when you don't have that structure in place, it can be hard to even like pinpoint and understand like what's going on. Like, was it a legit reason? Was it not a legit reason? Like it's hard to tell versus if you at least know, okay, this was the, this was the reasonable, like realistic plan that I made that felt like, you know, it might be all oh, schedule a meeting in two weeks for this project. Cause I know I have a lot of other meetings and things going on, but guaranteed sometime in the next two weeks, I can find two hours to sit down and prep for a meeting about this. So making the plan very realistic ahead of time so that the chances of it being like, oh, it was just I just didn't have time and that was legitimate like that 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 chance becomes very low because you've planned it like realistically ahead of time and then if it doesn't happen and i think like when you schedule a meeting i think chances are actually probably pretty low that, that you just like cancel it right or like something like that but at least then you have the structure to be like okay well i did cancel the meeting or i did i just showed up with like nothing to the meeting and we just like talked about something else because i had like nothing prepared then you can pinpoint like why why did that happen and then and then again work on those work on those thoughts yeah yeah that's a yeah i think that like yeah typically with these unstructured stuff my plan is little too ambitious like okay yeah, let me yeah. get this thing done and and with that the benefit is obviously it, i do that like 25 percent of the time and it's great but the remaining 75 percent of the time it's kind of a not exactly serving me yeah yeah this is this is super awesome. This is this is a great plan. 
Uh, When it comes to like ambitious plans, this is just like a pattern I see in people. And so I'll tell it to you in case you see it for yourself. Normally what happens is like when people tend to make a overly ambitious plan, they like when the time comes to do it, their brain will be like, oh, this is too much. This is overwhelming, right? Like, I don't know how to get started. And so, and then the opposite happens when you make a super, super realistic plan, your brain will still have an objection. It'll just have the opposite objection. It'll be like, this is too little. This is not going to move the needle. One tweet a week. Are you kidding me? Oh, like one meeting two weeks from now, like that's not going to move the needle. So just to be mindful of like your brain is going to have a complaint either way. And like, rather than looking for the place where your brain has no complaints, because I'm like, I don't know, I haven't found it. My brain is complaining about stuff all the time, no matter like how I set up my circumstances. It's instead kind of being like, this is, I would rather solve this complaint than this complaint. And for the thing I always recommend to my clients, if your brain is telling you it's not enough, it's too small, it's not going to make a difference, perfect. You have the doable plan, right? Do that because I'd rather have you deal with that complaint, quote unquote, because what ends up happening is you do it because it's so doable. And then that actually is what generates momentum because then you start being like, oh, I'm someone who follows through. I'm actually not someone who struggles with doing like the urgent, you know, the the non-urgent but important thing because like, no, I'm like, I'm racking up the evidence. I am getting it done. And that positive momentum is what then allows you to like start making the plan a little bit bigger and then still have the confidence to follow through. But a lot of times people get tripped up on that first step where they make the super doable plan and then their brain's like, this is peanuts. It's like, this doesn't matter. And then they don't do it versus realizing like, oh, no, no, no. That's actually like the green light signal that my plan is perfect and I should actually do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. That That is, that is brilliantly articulated. <laughs> uh that's awesome yeah yeah i mean you're right like you know it's it's always going to be a complaint from the brain so have something which actually delivers better results consistently rather than having those sparks of brilliance sometimes yeah. and then falling flat that makes sense yeah mm-hmm. cool Awesome. This is really good stuff. I have, have so many like, you know, actions and things I want to try out already. So yeah. Um, so one more question, maybe. I, yeah. I don't know how much time we have. Uh, really yeah. this one. Uh, so for uh, like, so for my situation, um, how much like how else do I start to think of this kind of a consistency problem, right? Um, sometimes I'm like, okay, like if I take a step back, things are working out okay, right? Like, yeah. and this is my style, this is my style, just accept it rather than continue to fight it. Um, but that's also like, I'm finding myself lacking there. Like, okay, I want to be doing more. And it's mm-hmm. like, okay, maybe like you know even you would be complaining even if it was the other way around and you were doing everything so you're still gonna be complaining so or should i be like you know nurturing this and actually moving it in the direction i want to do yeah so because i think that will serve me better so i think that at this point it's that the bigger question of before I get into actually doing it, like, you know, should I be doing it or not is yeah. also a thing because at this point it's like, yeah, you have been trying to do this for so long and maybe like, you know, just instead of getting into that again, like, okay, I need to do this. I need to be more disciplined, this and that yeah. better to just take a drastically different approach to actually accomplishing what I want to accomplish. So um, kind of a meta question, but yeah, 
I don't know if that made sense, but I could yeah. try to summarize it if that I've yeah. just rambled on. What's the different approach that your mind is imagining? Is it like just not going after this goal at all? Or is it like a different different way of going after the goal? Yeah, yeah. I mean, something something different. Something, something drastically different rather than trying to functionalize better time management or better emotional management more like. Yeah. Uh, so something radically different would be, okay, like this is how your week will look like. So accept it. And okay, you want to do this, okay, like carve out like, okay, maybe like one weekend is where you do it. You don't even yeah. try to. So that would be something drastically different, right? Yeah. Yeah. I think the, if it, if the question is, should I try different, radically different tactics, right? Like don't even worry about it during the week and then carve out a weekend. When it comes to tactics, I'm like, hell yeah, experiment, right? Like why not? And it's like another thing where I do think, people tend to, and I, I think across all pursuits, people tend to like experiment too little. They'll usually try like two things or three things. And those two, three things will fail. And they'll be like, okay, well, fuck it. Like, I guess it's, I'm just not meant to do this or whatever. Whereas of course, if you were like, if you're like building a product, if you're like testing a strategy, you would do way more than two or three iterations, right? You're like, okay, how many AB tests can we do? How much data can we gather? Like you would, you wouldn't like stop after half a week. You would probably have like a three month testing agenda, right? Where you like robustly try like dozens of things before you kind of land on the final strategy. And so I think that's one, when it comes to trying tactics, I'm like, if we've only tried two, we haven't tried enough, right? Like you can easily get to the point of trying like 10, 12, 15, 20, as much as you might try at work, right? For like a work project. Um, before you really come to the, before you might figure out like what's the right set of tactics that works for you. And usually the thing that stops people from trying all those tactics is they just get discouraged, right? Like two or three will kind of fail and they'll be like, I guess I'm not disciplined. I guess I'm not meant for this. Like maybe other people have a better mentality, but I just kind of can't hack it. And they'll kind of, that, that will like cause people to give up versus the other way of seeing it, which I suggest is like, can you see it as a process problem, not as a me problem? Right. Mm. To sort of be like, no, no, no. Like anytime my brain is like, I'm not disciplined, like these blanket statements, like, oh, I'm not disciplined. I'm not good at like whatever deep work, like other people like, you know, get it done, but I don't. Any of those blanket statements be like, nope, that's not the diagnosis. Like that's not what's really going on here. It's not about some kind of fundamental characteristic. I just haven't found the right process. We tried like, you know, work in the evening, like weekday evenings. We tried that. That didn't work. Okay. Now we're going to try weekends. Okay. That didn't work. We're going to try an hour in the morning. That didn't work. We're going to try lunch hour. We're going to try like, and like literally I could imagine you could even be like, I'm going to stop trying to write and I'm just going to have conversations with people. And I'm just, and then like after the conversation, I'm going to like for 10 minutes, jot down like whatever we talked about. And then that will be the content, right? I don't even have to do it alone in a room. I can, maybe it's like easier to like have to sort of spark the ideas when you talk it out with somebody, right? Like there's so many like different like tactics, different things you can try. And usually the thing that happens is not that it's not possible, but just that people don't do the iteration long enough. So kind of seeing it as like, no, no, I am that person. I am that thought leader, that influencer, that person that like is CPO and then also is like posting these like cool things all the time. Like, no, no, that is me. That's done, right? And so now we just have to like figure out the details of the process of like, how how do we just execute on this? Um, so I think that's my thought when it comes to if you're if you're thinking about tactical experimentation. Right, right, right. Yeah. Yeah, I think I do tend to stop at a lot fewer of yeah, those experimentation yeah. with personal than I would with professional. That's a great point. I do that as well. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And I think yeah, that that's pretty much it. So I uh, mm -hmm. this was this is super awesome.
the other thing I was going to say, right, is like when it comes to tactics, I'm like, try more, see it as a process problem, kind of anchor to who you're trying to be and kind of bring that person into the present moment to help you solve the problem. I think the other question sometimes that people have is like, should I even be trying to do this? Right. Yeah. Like, am I, is it even worth it to work towards these goals? Or like, is, is my life fine? Right. Maybe there isn't even a problem here and I should stop trying to like solve a problem where there isn't one. And if that's the question, I think there's two things I like to, or maybe like three things that you can ask yourself to kind of figure that out. Um, one is like, how does it feel in the moment? Like all throughout the day, how does it feel? And then what is the like external result of all this, right? So sometimes you might be like all through the day, it actually feels fine, right? Like I'm good. Like I, I don't feel like behind or like I'm scrambling or anxious or anything. I'm just like doing tasks as they come up and then like things feel good. Um, but then the external result is like at the end of the day, I look at my sort of matrix and I'm like, oh, I've spent mostly stuff on the like urgent and not important. And I want the balance to be different. And so that can be one way. It's like, oh, well, the day-to-day -day feels fine, but I don't like the result. So I'd like to adjust it because I genuinely do want a different result, right? Or sometimes it can be the opposite where you're, it's like the results are totally fine. Like there's no problem, but you are just like so stressed, so anxious, like so burnt out, so guilty. You're like, something's got to change, right? Like we need yeah. to get to the same result, but through a better, a better set of feelings. Um, and sometimes it's both, right? Sometimes you're like, the results are terrible and I feel terrible. And like, no <laughs> question that. There definitely needs to be a change, but that can kind of help like, anchor it back to like what you want in terms of your day-to-day -day experience and in terms of the kind of results you want to create rather than anchoring it to some sort of like arbitrary standard of like, you're supposed to do four hours of deep work a day. You're supposed to like be posting, like influencing, like interesting content. Like, I don't know, like this, it, it helps you kind of come back to like making it a want for yourself versus just anchoring to like some should that like somebody made up, but that like you don't actually like believe in. Um, so I think that's one way of kind of figuring out, should I pursue this goal or not? The other way I like to suggest is just asking that question of like, if it was guaranteed that you would succeed at this, what would you be spending your time doing, right? Like if it was like, get whatever thing you pursue, guaranteed it'll be a success, what would you do? And what that does is it helps your brain like put aside the fear of failure for a minute and just get clear on what are your true wants. Cause often your brain will like cloud your true want cause it's like mixing in the fear of failure and then it's trying to hedge your bets. And it's like, no, 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 we really only want this. But if you took away the fear of failure, it's like, no, no, I want this. And so it's just another way to like, like temperature check like with yourself of like, what is my true want? Um, because yeah, if you don't have the like, it's important to have the sense of like you internally because whether because you want a day -to -day, better day-to-day -day experience or because you want a certain result or because you're just like, yeah, if I couldn't fail, hell yeah, I would be trying to be a movie star. Like, hell yeah, I'd be trying to be like a major influencer or whatever the like, the thing is. Um, Cause you, if you do need that like want anchoring in order to drive you through all the like iterative problem solving that's required mm, to figure mm, anything out. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think in this case, I definitely have that strong want and yeah. Yeah, it's for those like extra stuff. Yeah. Um, and if there was not that the fear of failure, in this case, yeah, I'm just not getting myself to it. And yeah, but you're right. Um, hmm, that makes, yeah, that's pretty powerful. That's pretty awesome. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it is iteration. It's iteration to figure out the right set of tactics and to figure out the right mindset that will kind of get you through those tactics. And they're two levers, right? Like you make the tactics smaller and easier, or you work on your mindset and you just kind of keep playing with those two until you kind of get to the to the place where it's like it's going, um, it's going like, you know, it's, it's kind of like caught its own momentum and then it's just it's just going forward. And like 
if you follow that iterative problem solving process of like, what do I need to be thinking and what's the right kind of structure and tactics to make it happen? There's no way you don't figure it out. The only thing that will stop you is when you like hit the wall of like, I don't feel great about myself. It doesn't feel possible anymore. I feel stupid. It's taking me so long. Like that's the kind of stuff which will shut down your problem solving. And that's the only reason people like don't figure it out. Yep. Yep. Yeah. I feel like, um, yeah, I think this is good. I set up the calls. It is giving me a lot of time to step back, reflect. Yeah. Um, because I tend to get a little, like, you know, with that kind of inertia, like, you know, as you start flowing in, like, you know, all these were thoughts in the back of my head, something I was working on maybe like a year back, but last year has just been busy with like, you know, work and stuff and getting through. Mm -hmm. So it's still there but like you know you don't actively do anything about it because there's too much inertia cool awesome so and I think one other quick suggestion I'd give because I think this is really normal and honestly I feel this in my day job right I'm not even doing this as side hustle as my full-time job and I still feel like regular like resistance to doing the stuff not only doing my day-to-day stuff but also doing the like next level like planning like what's coming next for me like that that stuff I also like I want to just hang out in my comfortable day-to-day and not you know push to that stuff too because it's unfamiliar and feels like unsafe and what if I screw it up and so the other thing I'd suggest is once again almost sort of like planning for your brain to have resistance to it and then kind of being like what are the structures I'm going to put in place to push against that which I'll just give some of my own examples like I there's a lot about like podcasts that I listen to right with like coaches that I really admire or just like creators that I really admire I kind of like beam that into my brain on a regular basis to just kind of be like remember your inspiration remember who you're trying to be like come on like these people are out here they're doing it like this is the kind of person you're trying to be that can be something that kind of pushes against the natural inertia that I think all of our brains feel towards like doing something new, doing something uncertain. And then, I mean, I talk to a coach every week. I think having a a coaching conversation on a regular basis, right? If we were to talk again next week, you could go off and gather the data and then we can like, you have an hour set aside to like problem solve and kind of be like, okay, this is what I learned. This is the plan for next week. And then you can kind of iteratively knock through it. And so you can always hire a coach for that or you can just create a structure for yourself, right? To be like, I have a friend that I sit down and do this with. I like some just external way to like, I don't expect my brain to have the discipline and the willpower and the desire, even though it's something I want. I plan for my own inertia and create structure around it rather than like waiting for the day I just become a different person because I'm like, I don't think that's happening. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, that makes sense. I had a coach a while back and, you know, just generally like you know, having a reminder for yourself, like you have to pull that, that's how that works out cool um yeah and that that's true so just if you don't mind like you know so for you like um how like when you're listening to those podcast um or like is that like you know still a conscious effort okay like i want to be doing this or does it something that happens automatically like just because you find those conversations interesting that you're naturally drawn to it so the context of this what happens with me is i would do some of those things like i'm like yeah i'm getting inspired that's pretty cool i'll be on that treadmill for a while and then i'm like that becomes normalized and it really becomes that like normal thing like i'm listening and yeah whatever i'm back into my previous patterns mm-hmm. um so i think there's something similar with just maintaining that consistency yeah um but like how does it work for you like you know generally do you i, I mean this might be a 
useless question um, no. but I think what I what I found that it comes down to for me and I, I think for all people is like whenever getting very specific about like what the blocker is right and it's like rather than being like generally kind of saying like hey I have a procrastination problem I have an anxiety problem or oh like I just I'm energized and then I kind of lose it like that's that's too general to attack a lot what I find is what I find a lot of time versus being able to say okay at 3 p.m today I planned to sit down and do this and I didn't and mm -hmm. the thought or the like set of thoughts that blocked me at 3 p.m were like one two three four five and these were the emotions I was feeling that blocked me from taking action that's solvable right? Because you could be like, okay. And a lot of times, like what will end up happening is there are common themes, right? If it's like 3 p.m., 5 p.m. and 8 p.m. and then 10 p.m. tomorrow, like if you collect like five of those, you'll see what the common themes are between those. So they're, it's not like they're not arbitrary every time, but once you really attack those, then you can start problem solving it because it might be very different. And like my thing, like even my own like blockers in different months are very different, right? Like some months it might be like, I've lost my confidence that people want coaching. Right. And so that's what's kind of holding me back. It's like, oh, nobody wants to hear from me. Like, oh, this is so embarrassing. Like, why am I keep putting myself out there? So, okay, that's the like specific thing I need to like address versus in a different month, it might be like, maybe I'm just getting bored. Right. Like, maybe it's like, oh, I've been doing the same thing again and again. Like, oh, I'm always talking about the same topics. That's like a very different blocker, right, to address. And so rather than kind of thinking about the problem in these like sweeping statements to gather the data and to get really specific of like, it's always a moment in time when it's happening and it's always specific thoughts and emotions. And you've got to know, like have the diagnostic on what's creating the current result before you can even start to build the solution, both tactically and from a mindset perspective that like addresses what's going on. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Cool, awesome, yeah, thank you for that answer. That was really of course. Cool. So happy to help. I like, keep me posted. If you're starting an email list, if you're on Twitter, like, let me know. I'd love to see your content. Yeah, yeah, for sure. All right. I hope you enjoyed listening in on that coaching call. The topics we talked about are so common. If you're struggling to get the important but not urgent stuff done too, you are not alone. And I hope you picked up some helpful pointers and suggestions from this conversation. And as I'm sure you realized in listening to this call, Getting the important but not urgent stuff done is critical to living the life you actually want. We all have big hopes, dreams, and ambitions, projects we want to get done, questions we want to answer, and people that we want to become. The key to getting those things done and thus becoming the person you want to be is in these little specific moments, these tiny decisions that you make to either do something or procrastinate it for one more day. And if you're looking at your life and you just know in your bones that your small daily decisions aren't leading you in the direction that you want to go, and you're tired of feeling the daily friction of misalignment, and you're ready to jump in, start problem solving, and get moving in the direction you actually want to go, then come talk to me and let's get started today. Go to the link above and book a free coaching consult. And if you're not quite ready to commit to a whole coaching package just yet, but you're also tired of being stuck where you are and you're following along with my content, but you're not sure exactly how to apply it to your life. Come talk to me for a free dose of customized get unstuckness, where we'll figure out what's really going on with you right now and start charting out some things you can start to do to get moving today. Go to the link and book a free public coaching call.